Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Author Access, where authors get published and published authors get successful. I'm Susan Violante, Associate Editor at Reader Views, filling in for Irene Watson. And I'm Victor Volkman from Loving Healing Press in Ann Arbor, Michigan. I'd like to welcome all our listeners to episode number 162 in our series. Tonight's topic will be Writing and Publishing Legacy Books with special guest Ronnie Boggess. You can learn more about our guest on the Authors Access website, which is authorsaccess.com. We'd love to hear from you about tonight's show. Please send us your questions and comments to info at authorsaccess.com. Now, tonight we are on the line with Ronnie Bagas, who is the president and CEO of My Vision Works Publishing, an independent publisher and author support company that specializes in first-time authors, children's books, poetry, educational, and the newest category, Legacy Books. Founded in 2008, she uses her extensive background in education, as well as specific training in process writing, creative writing, editing, and literacy consulting to assist authors in developing and publishing their own books. An author in her own right, she has written and published over 12 books, including five children's books, three fictional books, and several nonfiction and educational books. These books have been featured on Fox News, the Detroit Free Press, and many other media. After doing extensive research on her own family genealogy, Ronnie had both the vision and the goal to help others research and find facts and stories about their own families. Whether writing about one member or several, she has a passion for getting members to record and publish one-of-a-kind books that can be passed down from one generation to the next. Ronnie lives in the metro Detroit area where she enjoys entertaining, painting, and attending cultural events, and spending time with family and friends. Well, good evening, Ronnie. Good evening, Victor. How are you, Ronnie? I'm great. Thank you. Ronnie, I was visiting your website, and um, I, first of all, I loved the, the design of your website. It was very user-friendly. But, uh, Thank you. Really, really caught my attention was your Legacy Books um, tab, and I went in there. Can you tell our listeners exactly what are Legacy Books? Well, legacy books are actually books that are, you've heard, everyone's heard of Ancestry.com, and you go on Ancestry.com, and you research your family, and you get a lot of statistics. But legacy books actually take those statistics and, you know, the just general information, and it turns it into stories of family members that can be passed down, as you said earlier, from generation to generation. It it gives you a framework of what made your family the unique family that it was. I think it's a great idea. How did you uh how did that pop up in your mind? <laughs> how did you get started publishing legacy books? Was it a personal project for you or somebody it gave did. You? It absolutely. It started out a personal project for me. I had actually been researching my own family genealogy probably since uh the early 1900s and even before that. Just had an interest in our family history. I remember as a child, my grandmother coming to visit, and I, uh, we lived in a small house, and so when she visited, she shared my bedroom with me. And she would sit on the side of the bed every night before we both went to sleep, and she would tell me stories of the family. And fast forward many, many years later, my cousin, who lives on the East Coast, who I had not really known very well 
but uh, family circumstance or situation brought us together and found out that we were both interested in family genealogy. So we started putting together her research, her ability to research, and my ability to write stories. And I thought, you know, let's take this to another step. Let's take this beyond the census records because there are stories here. And I remember the stories from my grandmother telling me. And quite frankly, my my own mother, who is now 83 years old, didn't have a real interest in the stories. Mm -hmm. I did. And I started thinking, now what if the stories stay with me and there's someone down the line who's interested in these stories and they will never know them because they stop with me. So it was a, it started out a personal interest and just grew into a business because I have such an extreme passion for it. Yeah, and I, you know, I, um, I, I'm a, a I want to say, um, historical fiction writer, but in, in mm-hmm. true honest, it's mostly family stories that I, I wrote about my father that I wrote and published about my father. And mm-hmm. what it seemed to me is that people sometimes think that you know your family very well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in a book signing that I went, all of a sudden I discovered that I have family in Sacramento and I didn't know and ended up being, I know, it, it, it ended up being uh, my my grandfather's brother's lineage, you know, mm-hmm. that was living mm-hmm. in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And so imagine if we would have, you know, a, a book that would explain all of your, not only genealogy, which is great, but also who they are and where they are doing now and, and how, you know, they came about to be, and I think it's so great. I, I think yeah, it's a great idea. Right. I think the connections are really important, and um, we we joke often and say, well, I think it's really important for families to do these because if you have relatives, like you said, in Sacramento, and let's say you live in Michigan, and you happen to go away or take a visit to Sacramento, and you don't know that these are your relatives, mm-hmm. you could end up, you know, in some pretty awkward situations if you happen to meet them and not know that, that they're your relatives. So I know, and, and she found out about my book signing because of Facebook. She saw the ad and saw the last name, and, and one thing led to the other. So, uh, But I'm wondering, um, this legacy books, is this something that is just something that we do for family to pass down as a heirloom? Is this marketable? I mean, who would be interested in publishing a legacy book? I think anyone would be interested in publishing a legacy book. And like we say, you can publish maybe if if you're interested. We've got a client who really want her legacy book is all about her father. It's his story. She wants to tell his story because he lived such a unique life and he had such uh, a... Um, uh, an impact on so many people as a, uh, as a very popular pastor of a church. And so she felt that it was important to, to tell his story. Now, maybe you have ancestors that um, embarked on a boat to come to this country and you want to tell their story. Maybe you've got unique wedding stories that you want to tell. 
there's no real uh, limit in terms of how few people you focus in on or how many people you focus in on. If you wanted to do a legacy book per family member, you could do that. But the most popular one is where the connections are made. It's like a family tree in writing. It takes that visual of a tree and it starts making those connections. So-and-so is the great-grandmother or great-grandfather of so-and-so, and here is his story. Or so-and-so married so-and-so during this year, and here is their story. We had one that discovered, you know, um, one story where um, it was not known that this particular ancestor had been married the number of times that they were married. And so uh, a female ancestor, and so her great-great-granddaughter said, oh, my goodness, so that's where that gene comes from, you know, because apparently she had been married several times too. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just what it's – I love this because it, it makes these really crazy connections or these really – heart-wrenching connections and you know it can be it can go as far back as a family can go but the thing the unique thing about legacy books is that it pushes forward too in other words you can start with this generation and tell your stories now so that now your descendants know your stories so if you didn't know the stories of your ancestors, your descendants don't have to worry about that. They will now know stories of theirs. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's incredible um, because there are life lessons in there too. It's just absolutely, you know. absolutely. Great. Let's uh, back up a little bit. And I don't know anything about genealogy. Other like my father's side of the family, I know maybe two names. So you work with a researcher, and what kind of things would go into it? Do you like look for old newspaper stories or go yeah, through obituaries? Yeah. And yeah. Just walk yeah. us through that. Well, there are a number of strategies that we use to get. We do research. We research several um, genealogy um, sites, and we also contact uh, the um, history and archives department uh, of particular states. We might go through county records. We might um, uh, contact the states for um, vital records, look at marriage licenses and death certificates and, you know, anything that we can get our hands on to really make some connections. It's really like being an investigator or a scientist. You're just you're looking for connections. And we're not genealogists per se, but we do work with genealogists because our our focus is to actually get those books published for our um, for our clients. And so some come in with total stories, and some come in totally lost not knowing where to start. So we might give them a framework and uh, some uh, some questions. We call them um, genealogy questions. And so, you know, the first question might be, where do you want to start? What would you like to know 
Um, and it might be something like, I'd like to know the wedding stories of everyone in my family from 1882 to 2012. And so that becomes the focus for your legacy book. Or I would like to know, you know, the stories of those who served in the military. So that becomes the focus of of your story. There's, like I said, there's no real specifics. It's just a matter of how individual individual clients want to pursue it. And that's actually that's very interesting because you, you uh-huh. you're talking about having a, a category of, of legacy books where a whole family could have the the wedding book and the you know the racing kids book or the war book or whatever uh, particular aspect of their family life they're looking for. That didn't right. occur to me. Oh, that's great. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, and we often say you don't have to start at the beginning. What you, you may not know the beginning of the story. You may know the middle part, but as you do the research, then you get to the beginning. So I'm, 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 I'm wondering, um, Ronnie, how involved is the customer in the writing? Because, I, I mean, let's face it, uh, Writing it is it is an art, it's a craft, and uh-huh. we all may have many family stories, but um, we not all of us can write them. Do you do the writing in many cases? We can, yeah, we can, or we do the developmental. You know, we we try not to call it ghost writing, but we might uh, assist the client in developing their story. So they come to us, you know, with a draft of what they want to say, and then again. Um, our um, developmental editors might sit down with a client and ask the the big questions. And well, um, for example, so what do you know about your your great grandfather? Tell me everything you know. And while they're being told everything that particular person knows, then they're writing it out as a story. Yeah. One of the strategies we use is to, um, and we find this to be uh, a, a really workable strategy will ask each member to identify one word that best defined their ancestor or best defines them. So, for example, in my own uh, family story, there were many, like I said earlier, stories that I happen to know. And so I had to come up with a word for family members. So I might say the one word that defines Lottie was dignified, and here is her story from Ronnie's perspective. And then I told uh, 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 what I thought would be her story, what I knew about her story, and how I thought that maybe some of the decisions that were made, is it possible that... So we might get just some basic statistics and then we weave it into a narrative about that particular person. We had people who didn't even think about words that defined them, but it really caused them to think about it. And it just it changed their point of view about themselves as, as individuals as well as their ability to write their story. And in that in those cases all we really have to do is edit it to tighten it, you know, 
maybe do some basic editing to tighten it, maybe change some syntax and you know and 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 just tighten it. Great. Tell us about the the finished product. I know I'm sure they come in all shapes and sizes and black and white and color. Is this like a one-time printing or do you set it up with Lulu so that I can have people buy it for Christmas next year or how does this work? Yeah, we don't set it up with Lulu, but we do set it up with our distributor and yes, you can buy it. In fact, we've got a client who is working on she's actually putting together all of the stories that 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 came about through uh, past uh, family reunions, and she wants to compile it into one book. And she said she wants to have it done for Christmas because she wants this to be available for uh, Christmas gifts. And we have another client who wants it available for next year's family reunion, and they want to use it as a fundraiser for their family reunion. So, yes, we can make the books available to the author themselves or the originator of this idea. We can make it available to all family members. However they want to do it, we can. We can put it on Amazon so that people who live out of state can order it. It it obviously does not have a wide appeal to people who are not family members, but it does make it, it it avails itself to those family members who would like to purchase the book that perhaps don't live locally. Great. And and can you give us, like, suppose that, you know, I decided that I wanted to go ahead with a project like this. Uh-huh. What would I, what kind of homework would I want to do in advance to get the best results from you? Well, I would say, you know, again, we would send a questionnaire. And so you've got questions that you would be asking. You'd be asking family members. Maybe you do an outline of specifically what kind of legacy book you want. Is this the legacy book on one person, or is it going to be a legacy book for all of the members of your family? How far back do you want to go, or how how far back can you go? How many present family members do you want to include in your legacy book? Do you want the children included, or do you stop it at, you know, a certain age? For uh, for for our book, we where we stopped it was at the those family members that if uh, I think in their 30s who have children, and so it also allows us to go in and do. Um, multiple volumes. So that's volume one, but we can always do volume two and volume three and volume four. So you just set it up, you know, based on what the idea, and again, that's where we walk a client through it. We ask those kinds of questions. What is your goal? You know, is this just for, is is, is this just for your pleasure? Is this something we had one woman say, well, I promised my husband that I would do this, and he died six years ago, and I'm just getting around to it. And so um, it, it it really does to I, – I can't stress enough how individualized this is, and this is what makes us different from some companies that just do um, – you can upload your pictures of your family members, and you get a nice little book, you know, and um, so you've got a group of pictures, but there's no real narr- narration to it. And what I um, I think it's very important for this, those stories to be told because that's that's the nugget, that's the gem. And uh, we recognize that everyone is not a writer, but we are writers, and so we assist them in writing their stories. I'm wondering um, how how long does it take to 
to uh, the, what, what's the turnaround time from the moment that you start working with your customer? Because I know more or less what a regular, uh, you know, publication will take from uh-huh. the moment that you submit a manuscript. So I'm wondering, more or less, is it a very long process? What should a yeah, customer yeah, expect? Yeah, yeah, it's lo- it's definitely longer than the other uh, publishing aspects of our of our business because it does involve research and it involves cooperation on the parts of the family members that people want involved and sometimes we get immediate cooperation from some and then it takes others a long time they're dragging their feet and and we understand that and um so you know one of the first questions we ask is well do you have a timeline as to when you would like this and then so we we work out strategies for okay so what do you do with family members that you know are going to procrastinate? And they say, well, we're going to give them a deadline, and if they don't have it in, then it's just their stories are just not going to be included in the book. And that's happened, and then, you know, we've had some because they do get proof copies of their book. So when they get the proof copies of their book, then they take it to their family members, show their family members, and the ones who did not participate now are all of a sudden very <laughs> they much interested because they're seeing it in print now. So <laughs> Figures. that really does work. So, But it does take a, a, a longer time um, than usual, the usual publishing um, to do this because it is so very, very specific to whatever it is that the um, – that the clients want. We do some that are 24 pages long, and it just kind of does kind of a general feature, black and white. It's not that wordy, if you will. And then we have some that are 300 pages. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm wondering um, if you have any stories. You know, I was listening to how they want to all of a sudden participate when they didn't before. So I'm wondering what, what kind of... Um, funny or shocking story do you have from one of your customers that has worked with you? Well, I I have a recent one where I met with uh, uh, one of my clients, and she actually has a Ph.D. in English literature, and she brought her first cousin and her son. So while we were going through um her manuscript you know and her notes the son i was i was sitting we were sitting at a conference table and i was sitting next to the mother and the son as we were going through the book every single time he saw a picture of a family member and this is an adult you know he's fully adult probably in his 40s and he got so excited, and he'd say, he'd say to his first cousin, boy, do, do you remember this? Do you remember when this happened? And so I'm trying to, and I'm thinking, you know, this really could. I really should have a recorder on because now he's telling a part of this story. And so we couldn't, I couldn't really hear his mother for listening to him because it took him back down memory lane. And that happens quite a lot, you know, particularly if you've got more than just one person involved in this. So I would say that's, I, I had to chuckle about it afterwards because it was really quite, I've got one ear trying to hear her and I've got the other ear because every time he saw a picture, he was telling the story behind that picture to the cousin. And I just couldn't help but to think, oh, wow, I should have him here. I have to remind myself to get him back in here <laughs> to tell these stories again. 
<laughs> so funny. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of pictures, tell us about uh, the challenges of, of using old pictures. I mean, a lot of the old photo albums, the picture might be, you know, two by three inches and it has the cracks in it or parts torn off of it. Is it. Do you do photo restoration or offer that? No, we don't. But I'll tell you, a part of what, and I and it's really important to me that we actually... Um, we keep the integrity of that picture, however it looks, so that the 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 reader, the person who's looking at that picture, um, can say, "Wow!" And we've had that. Wow, that's an old picture. Wow, when was this picture taken? Wow, I didn't even know they took pictures back then. So you know, we do get pictures that are. Um, uh, chipped on the side or fading, you know, in certain places. And, you know, we might use Photoshop to maybe to enhance the color or something like that. But all in all, we really do try to maintain the integrity of that picture and exactly when that picture was taken. And the only way to do that is if you don't go trying to restore it. We 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 don't we don't do that um but what we do another thing that we do is we incorporate the documents so we've got wedding um uh marriage uh, certificates and we've got land deeds and all of those things so that now it's in it's contained within one book so now you've got one family member over here who says, oh, remember that picture of great-great-grandma? Oh, wow, I wish I had it. Well, now everybody has it because it's in the book. I'm wondering, um, um, Ronnie, with all this um, technology changing the way we view books, uh-huh. is a legacy book only a printed book, or uh, are you uh, are, is people interested in having them as e-books or Kindle books, or I mean, uh, where no, do we? we have not. Yeah, we have not. We have not had any request for um, e-books um, in the legacy books, and I think the reason for that. I mean, I, I get that because it's a treasure, and it's something that you re- you want to show off and put it on your coffee table when your guests come over. You want to open your book and you want to show them all of these stories about your family members. So we have had. We have yet to have one request um, for an ebook. Although, if they requested it, we could do uh, uh, we could do an ebook. We just haven't had any requests. Yeah, so it's basically it's a it's not just a book; it's a heirloom. So it, it, it makes is. sense to have it printed. It is. <laughs> it is. We can do paperback or we can do hardcover, and the best ones, of course, are the hardcovers that are in a nice glossy paper with the pictures that just pop because it's on glossy paper. We can do it in black and white or we can do it in color. And um, uh, it's when when people get their books, they, I, I tell you, I feel like a baby doctor. I feel like I am delivering a very precious bundle of joy to um, to our clients, whether it's for the legacy books or for any other book that we publish. That's great. Well, thank you, Ronnie. On behalf of Irene, who couldn't be here tonight, and do let us 
know how our listeners can get a hold of you, including you know Facebook and Twitter and websites and anything you might use? We are My Vision Works Publishing, and we are located um, uh, in Farmington Hills. Our website is myvisionworkspublishing.com, and our phone number is 248-254-3847. Wonderful. Well, this has been another podcast edition of Authors Access, where authors get published and published authors get successful. You can learn more about our guest on the Authors Access site as well, which is www.authorsaccess.com. Stay tuned for the next episode, Writing as a Blind Author, with special guest Gretchen Preston. We'd love to hear from you about tonight's show. Please send us your questions and comments to info at authorsaccess.com. Authors Access is a joint production of Reader Views Incorporated and Loving Healing Press. For Reader Views, this is Susan Violante. And I'm Victor Volkman in Ann Arbor, Michigan, wishing you all a good evening.